going to mute all. Please don't take offense. Okay, Paul, if you don't unmute yourself. There you go. Okay, right. everybody. Welcome to Paul Hederman's meeting. Uh, this is not an AA meeting. And uh, it's one person's take on the exact nature of the wrong as described on page 64 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. My name's John. I'm alcoholic, and it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, we'll start with a reading today uh, from the Big Book, from the chapter to the agnostics. And uh, I'll read it, and Paul will have his little riff on it, and uh, give us his take on it. It's from page 49 of uh, Chapter to the Agnostics. The first paragraph starts starting with instead of regarding. So if you have your big book, just follow along. Instead of regarding ourselves as intelligent agents, spearheads of God's ever-advancing creation, we agnostics and atheists chose to believe that our human intelligence was the last word, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end of all. Rather vain of us, wasn't it? We who have traveled this dubious path beg you to lay aside prejudice, even against organized religion. We have learned that whatever, whatever the human frailties of various faiths may be, those faiths have given purpose and direction to millions. People of faith have a logical idea of what life is all about. Actually, we used to have no reasonable conception whatever. We used to amuse ourselves by cynically dissecting spiritual beliefs and practices when we might have observed that many spiritually minded persons of all races, colors, and creeds were demonstrating a degree of stability, happiness, and usefulness, which we should have sought ourselves. Instead, of, instead we looked at human defects of those people and sometimes used their shortcomings as a basis of wholesale condemnation. We talked of intolerance while we were intolerant ourselves. We missed the reality and the beauty of the forest because we were diverted by the ugliness of some of its trees. We have never, we never gave the spiritual side of life a fair hearing. And with that, Paul, I'll turn it over to you. That's all right. Well, yeah. Welcome, everyone. Um, this is a reading from We Agnostics, and they were attempting to sort of widen the gate so that anyone can enter uh, recovery. And they had great faith in if they entered recovery and did a couple of simple things, they would start having results, no matter what their beliefs were or weren't. Yeah. And so uh, like if you were dying of thirst, would you say no to the person who brought you the water because you didn't like the color of his jacket? Obviously not. Yeah, you would take the water based on the clarity that you're fucking dying of thirst. So uh, a lot of us don't have the luxury to sort of entertain various possibilities. We seem to have been backed into this situation, not out of virtue, but out of consequences or, or something in life. And uh <laughs> If you're there, you might as well see that maybe you're, that's where you're supposed to be. So I hadn't, I never have an intimacy with this because I, uh, by the time, uh, 
I had been struck sober, basically. And that night of that day, I was brought to my first AA meeting based on a promise that if I would go to this meeting, I had a place to stay. And that's really what the agenda was, was having a place to stay that night. And she dropped me off and picked me up, which was amazing in itself at nine. And from that point, I've continued to go to meetings for over 35 years, participated in the community of recovery. Now, I did not get sober through AA. I got struck sober. I stayed sober through AA. That's basically what happened. So because I truly believe if I hadn't been introduced to this way of life, that event of being struck sober probably would have died on the vine in a few days because of the habitual groove and the gravitational pull of that obsession with self. But something was sufficient enough to pause me. And in that pause, I was greeted with uh, a pr the program of recovery, which by the time I came up to, I was already in the rooms. Yeah. So basically, uh, it's worked and the problem does not exist for me today. My humble uh, presentation here is the problem will not exist for you on a stabilized level when you realize the problem doesn't exist as you. Yeah, I believe the exact nature of the wrong is the act of being identified as something that we're not. And we use the term of self in recovery. So. Uh, any life run on self-will. So any life would be your life run on self-will is not your will. Yeah. So there's your life being run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. I would think it'd be very important to realize the difference between your life and self-will. Because if your life is being directed by self-will, their estimation would, it's hardly going to be a success. That's a pretty damn good diagnosis. So what happened with me is after about a few years in recovery, uh, I had the privilege of leading workshops on the fourth step. So I was reading how it works quite a lot out loud and then reading it to myself. And one day, on page 64, I read a sentence that I had read many times, but I saw it differently. And that sentence is being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. I saw self as other. And when I saw that which has defeated me as other than me, a possibility of being free from it became available. And then as a reminder, life scanned my life over 30 years and saw basically what my life was about was self was trying to get out of self quite a lot. <laughs> and the reason why that doesn't work is self can't get out of self. <laughs> it wasn't because I failed or I didn't do enough. It was just I can't get out of something that I'm not in, truly. Yeah, just that simple. And when I keep trying to get out of it and I'm not in it, it reinforces the belief I'm in it. So what's one to do but surrender, really? Really, once 
what's one to do where what you're relying on has been shown to be unreliable, which is your head. They were talking about it a little in that. We have abject faith in the head and uh, it hasn't done us well. So uh, that which what I was relying on proved finally to be completely unreliable. And in that moment, when I got whacked, just two basic statements were on the screen. One was I'm fucked. And the second was I'm not managerial quality. And that's basically the theme of my life ever since. Yeah. When you admit you're fucked, that's the beginning of being unfucked. Yeah. <laughs> if you keep living in the denial of being fucked, you're more fucked than ever. So basically, and what is causing the unmanageability is my attempting to manage, really. Yeah. I don't take cues from life. I try to override life's cues, really. I saw a lot of shit wasn't working and I disregarded it. And I was in the constant state of disregarding two facts, which is I'm an alcoholic and I cannot manage my own life. It was just that simple. I was not, I was avoiding those two facts and trying to, trying to run away from them. And you can't argue with reality. It just doesn't work. And uh, basically when I came to my senses concerning those two facts and I lived the way of life presented by the program of recovery, uh, I have had the luxury of being free from an incredible, seemingly impossible, you know, uh, seemingly impossible thing to get out of i've been freed from a day at a time and uh here i am just suggesting you maybe look at the beginning of the instructions for the inventory and maybe read it from this point of view we're going to look at self's manifestations and how they defeated us in our life and we're going to look at three common self's manifestations which are resentment fear and then hurting other people in the pursuit of what we want, looking at our sexual behavior. Yeah, simple. Yeah. So you go in there maybe with my resentment. Hopefully you leave the inventory with a view of a resentment. Yeah. You stop calling self's manifestations yours. And that's the beginning of true recovery to me. Yeah. You're not going to recover from self as self. It's not going to work out well. <laughs> it isn't. You're going to have the same thing that was running your fucking addiction, running your recovery. <laughs> it's not going to go well both ways. So I saw it as other possibility of being free from it became available. And the program of recovery and the way of life reinforced that possibility of being able to be free from it over and over again until it became a new basis. Yeah. So my life now is based on trusting the infinite rather than finite self. Yeah, not bad. So the head is producing, you know, presenting false evidence all day. I used to listen to it like a news broadcast. Now it's Comedy Central, basically. It sort of produces a lot of laughter because it never is going to get it. Self is never going to get out of self. It's just the way it goes. So thank God I'm not that. And uh, I can live a day at a time as if I'm free from it instead of being enslaved by it. Yeah. So that's the point.
the 12 steps are sound, the principles are sound, the community is sound, but listen, the community has people in it, so it can be fucked up, yeah? Wherever people are, there's a lot of fucked upness, just the way it goes. You can have a pro perfect program, throw some people in there. It could, it looks like it sucks occasionally. It's just the way it goes. I mean, so if I go to a meeting, I never leave with a sense of all the individuals. I feel that loving presence that has expressed itself throughout group conscience. Yeah. And that sense I've never forgotten in 35 years. I feel it almost every time I'm in an AA pro meeting with whoever is in that meeting. Yeah. And uh, that's what I leave with is that sense of presence. Yeah. And I truly believe we are being used because if you look at everyone in the group, you could say maybe 50 of them are assholes. Yeah. But when we're together, we put out a sweet bouquet, you know, it's not bad. And then this idea of love and tolerance, you know, when people come in, oh, I feel so accepted there. Everyone in the room has judged that fucker that who just came in. But the overriding agenda of AA overrides our individuality. The room feels like it's loving and tolerant, even though the people in the room aren't loving and tolerant. <laughs> Not bad. So uh, this is the point. This isn't a discussion on this step or that step. The steps are sound. It's just a suggestion that the diagnosis uh, can start at uh, seeing a resentment not as yours, yes? Seeing fear, which is really mostly anxiety, mental anxiety is not of your making, yeah? I'm not a believer that we manufacture our own misery. I believe we can manufacture a lot of stuff based on who's running the factory. So if self is running your life, your life is probably going to manufacture misery, yeah? resentment, anxiety, and shit like that. Just the way it goes. You know, and this is how you know the tree, by its fruits. Uh, and when something else is running your life, maybe you'll have empathy, uh, 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 a willingness to be, be of service, and all this stuff, yeah? So we're basically uh, have, have an incredible amount of possibility, but it's basically who's running the show. And you're going to be employed here. Yeah. It doesn't say uh, the old employer and no employer. It's the old employer and new employer. So basically, you're going to be used by something. And I find being used by this thing we call the higher power is a much more gentler, easier, <laughs> profoundly clearer way than being led by self. So, yeah, that's the point of it. And if you don't want, just try it. Do a five-minute inventory. And instead of calling it your fear, just call it fear. Yeah. And have the understanding that fear is a manifestation of self. And see what happens when you do an inventory. Not on you, but on the manifestation of self. Yeah. Just check it out. It's written right in the book. It's a very clear instruction. Yeah. We are now going to look at its common manifestations. The next paragraph is resentment. Resentment is a manifestation of selves in one's life. Why are you calling them yours? It's that simple. Ask that, answer that question. Why do you keep calling self's manifestations yours unless you're in the act of being identified as self? 
There's the diagnosis, yeah. Bingo. If you see the act of being identified as self, you won't be living the act of being identified as self. And I mean see, I mean awareness, yes? When you have the awareness of the act of being identified as self, you're not in the act of being identified as self. Yeah? Perhaps there's a better way. Trust in the infinite rather than finite self. There you go. Tell the truth about what you're not and will reinforce what you are in your life. And hopefully you'll start traveling lighter where you used to travel heavy. Yeah. And if you're content and satisfied, you're not going to be much, much interested in a lot of shit. You used to be supremely interested in when you were discontented and unsatisfied. Yeah. If you're content and satisfied, you're not going to be moved to do a lot of shit to get content and satisfied. <laughs> I'm higher than I ever was and I when the, I can't get pulled over by the cops. Yeah. I don't have to kiss someone's ass to get some white powder. I don't have to do shit. Yeah. What I used to spend a lot of money in a misdirected way to try to achieve which I never really did. I already am, I'm in. I'm in a sense of contentment and satisfaction. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to me, the problem does not exist for me. I don't care about it. Yeah. You want to destroy your life? Far out. Great. <laughs> there is a solution. Yours isn't it. <laughs> it can be found in the big book of recovery. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you met, let's say you know somebody. Let's say his name is Steve. You know him pretty well. You used to know him. And then Steve calls, but he's occupied by alcoholism. Yeah. You can tell, can't you? He calls and he starts going, how you doing, bro? And he knows he's going to get to borrowing money in about two or three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you've heard it thousands of times before. I've, I've, I do not meet a lot of people in AA. I meet a lot of alcoholism in AA. <laughs> and a lot of alcohol, alcoholisms have called me. And they, I could write the script. It sounds exactly the same, no matter if it's Mary, Steve, Doug, Jim, because the alcoholism is overriding Mary, Jim, Steve, and Doug. Yes? Yeah. And it rings so untrue because I've, I've said it so many times in my own life. Yeah. It's so bogus because you have no power. And your idea of making a decision has nothing backing it up. Yeah. That's why in the third step, there's nine more steps because you can't make a decision. You cannot turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power at this point. You can make a decision you'd like to and how you demonstrate that is the working steps. Yeah, you have to because you're under something else's control and it doesn't want to turn your life over to the higher power. It wants to keep your life. Yeah. 
And it's at that moment, it's the higher power. So you make a decision and then we do some stuff to break that grip of the parasite. Yeah. Weaken it so that something else much greater and much larger can enter our life. And when it enters your life, you realize it's never left. It's just been an unsuspected resource. Yeah. Because you've been so up the ass of self, the only God you followed was, was the God that was being played in your head. Yeah. Hmm. So, all right. Well, I'm sorry I'm not really talking about it. I don't have that page. My book didn't have the page on we agnostics. But uh, I sort of got the drift and basically... When you say you don't have faith, that's faith, yeah? When you say you don't believe in God, that's faith in you not believing in God. Faith is, is doing everything, yeah? And what recovery does is switch, moves the faith that's in finite itself and puts it into the infinite, yeah? And we're the better for that. So now you have the eyes to see false evidence before you see it as false after the consequences have occurred, after you've been tattooed and you're in prison for two to five years, you see it before as false evidence. And so, because the false evidence can only appear real to us. Yeah. So now you see false evidence and it doesn't appear real and you're not moved by it. Yeah. And some of the obvious shit is you'll probably stay out of jail You'll probably stay out of fucking, you know, restraining orders. You'll probably stay out of those stalking charges. You'll stay out of a lot of shit just because of that. Yeah. That's just, that's just the, the obvious shit. But the sense of peace and a new power flowing in, all that kind, how can you describe that other than feel it yourself? Yeah. How can you write about it? This is the intimacy of being alive, to feel a new power come in, the sense of conscious presence of something, yeah? You're reborn. Hmm. So, yeah, really happy to be here. I have, uh... hey, we're all in it together, yes? That's the point. If someone has an idea, they share it with the rest of the shipwrecked people. Yeah. At least it's entertaining. Want it, don't want it, it doesn't matter. But at least you have the right to hear it. And hopefully if it rings true, maybe you follow it and see what happens. Yeah. And maybe you'll see you're not that which is playing God. Maybe you will see that you are not the disease. Yeah, it's a foreign pathogen or a parasitical movement or a demonic possession. However you want to picture it as something other than you, whatever works is great. But get some space between you or it because it's if it's living on you as you, hmm, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, there it is. Who's running the show today?
Oh, John. Hey, hey, thanks for great, great share, man. You ready for a question? I don't have any yet, but if you do have a question for Paul, uh, use your taskbar at the bottom. Click on reactions and you can put your little virtual hand up. We'll call you in. Volta. Come on in, Volta. Unmute, Walter. Uh, Walter. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Uh, it's like you're looking in my head, you know. You must have been telling the same story already for years. But it is like I suddenly understand, you know, this whole thing about self from... Uh, you're writing down this fourth step just to become aware what you're doing and then you surrender it. Because all the time the self is standing in the way. Just the thinking process is standing in the way and you believe you're dead. And that fucks you again and again and again. Because slowly I said, slowly I said, seeing all my misunderstanding about what happened with people and so on. It didn't happen. It happened only in my head. But I was completely not aware of it. And I've been dealing with alcoholics and junks already for decades. Uh, my family comes out of it. So, you know, how to get, and I now become aware, you know, trying to get out of the confusion. I was getting, trying to get out of the confusion exactly by that thinking system, which made, made the whole confusion after all, you know? Yes. And it got I more do. confused. And it got more confused. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very and obvious is... and simple, but see, when the head is seeing the obvious and simple, it complicates it because it doesn't <laughs> want to make role in things. It doesn't. I mean, making yeah. making every time another thinking construction, this philosophy, this idea, and I also see it here in Amsterdam in the rooms. I get irritated about it. What you say, beautiful altogether, but my God, all this idea structures, and then this system, and then there's this yoga, and then that yoga, and then this therapy, you know, and all, uh, and it's all going about around money. And people think they're getting better out of it. I did it myself, and I only get out more complicated and more fucked and more ego, you know? Basically, bigger, miserable ego. <laughs> well, you remember, Walter, remember, uh, it's still available. I think this was true about transcendental meditation. Remember, TM? yeah, I know that one. <laughs> well, TM. TM first given free. And basically, no one was taking it. But then as soon as they decided to charge money for it, people started to buy it. Yeah. Ah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You remember how... The system, the value system of the head applies yeah. its currency on everything. So yeah. people think yeah. they're getting more if they're paying more. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I, I remember the stories from Rajiv when he started in Pune, you know, with the dynamics, uh, probably you know it, and all these restaurant girls, you know, with their swinging tits and so on. And all the Indians came to look, of course, you know, and that was a problem. And they asked Bhagwan then, yeah, what to do? Well, ask a few rupees. <laughs> so rid of the problem. But then a few years after it, without him 
doing it actually it became it was circling around money you know well yeah anyway yeah 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 anyway thank you man thank you yeah you're welcome it's funny that i start hearing it after all these years you know i hope at least i i <laughs> oh you said you've seen it bro and then just see that which re claims the reaction to it and then just see it's not you it's see, funny yeah how this goes if you're gonna chant it's not you you gotta do it twice it's do it's a non-duality right so you're <laughs> you're negating in a sense twice so there's non-duality so there's non-two so you say i'm not this and i'm not that <laughs> and then life goes on somewhat uninterrupted by your fucking uh, intrusion <laughs> and you yeah, are the best metaphor yeah beautiful the, uh, uh, life run on self will can hardly be uh, successful you know with or without alcohol with or without drugs it doesn't matter yes. you know yes well we had a life run on self that led us to drink <laughs> obviously that the the obsession and the irritable restlessness and discontent of a self-centered occupation causes us to want to get relief at any paul, cost paul i can't believe it you know lately i find some peace you know and I'm trying to think something, analyze something about the past. I suddenly found out by documentary I've been in the most heavy criminal uh, bars hanging out, you know. And from what was I? I even don't remember anymore what I was doing. That and I even I'm not interested in, in it anymore, what I was doing there, you know. From, but I'm yeah. surprised about the peace which is setting in, you know. From Am I demanding or whatever, you know. See, listen, you know, when you're young, uh, uh, I'm going to get graphic here, but when you're young, you'd be constantly talking about the piece of ass that you met, but no one ever fucking can talk about peace. Yeah. The peace that passeth all understanding is not something yeah. you can sort of, uh, it's just an intimacy that you go through life in hopefully yeah you can't see any numbers behind it or or signs before it but it's uh just exquisite in the in the uh fleeting moments of the day yeah and every moment is fleeting yeah yeah and really on one level what more do you want you have instead of your basis isn't agitated it's it's at peace yeah so then when agitation hum like it says in the book you'll 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 match uh calamity with serenity exactly instead of calamity with cal calamity which was the basic the earlier basis we matched seeming calamity with seeming calamity now we're matching calamity with serenity this is exactly. walking through life in a lighter way. Exactly. Yes, I'm surprised. You know, happening quite some calamities lately, but <laughs> I can't be bothered. You know, I do what is needed. And okay, you know, <laughs> I go that's... for a walk. I sit with the trees. I enjoy the birds, and uh, well, you know, that's it. 
Exactly. That's uh, some service, you know, and if people don't want to take the service or don't want to listen, well, good luck, you know. <laughs> Go kill yourself or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for it, but you probably won't even be successful in that, and then you'll end up having to <laughs> 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 I remember a guy I worked with, his name was Godman. I can talk about he's past now. I met him and he was had a he was on a cane and he had a catheter. And what had happened is he had come to his wits end and he jumped out of a window, a hotel window in London, but he didn't kill himself. And when he woke up, he was more he had more reason to kill himself than ever. He was now a handicap and oh, oh poor guy. His ability. So he couldn't <laughs> even do that. He couldn't even kill himself. So it was amazing. And then he ended up he had a gambling addiction. He ended up having a heart attack in Reno, Nevada. <laughs> he was calling me up. I'm seventy thousand dollars up. I said, send me that money. And he said, no. And then he would be 30,000 down. And then five days of this tension, he just passed out. He died. Well, yeah. actually still merciful, no? Yeah, it was trippy. So, uh, yeah. You know, the, the, last, the last semblance of control, I'm going to kill myself. And it doesn't work. You're still, you're still alive. Wow. That would be incredibly valuable if you saw it in a certain way or a real drag if you saw it from self nice yeah. story nice story for a book by the way <laughs> yeah and his name was god man i loved it it was really a trip so all right let's thank you walter appreciate it yeah thank you walter uh paul we got dana with her hand up you ready for a question or a yeah yeah like, yeah whatever yeah Okay, Dana, on you. Come on in. Am I unmuted now? Yes, yes you are. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, I just wanted to say, Paul, that I've had a tectonic shift, and it's it's. I I'm in another world all of a sudden. I I um. I believe in in I I don't know. I've always had a hard time with God, but. Um, I believe in the universe or whatever that is taking, I don't have to do the work anymore. It, it's, it's, I'm a bad manager too. And I've lived my life trying to manage my life all through my sobriety, thinking that that's what I was supposed to do, that that's what God wanted me to do was to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. And I think that's why in, in my sobriety, I've wanted to drink a couple of times. Uh, I've never been really happy. Um, I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And it's all changed in, in a matter of five minutes. And it, it's, it's such a blessing. I, I, I can't believe how I feel. It's just... Things have just absolutely turned around and changed amazingly for me, and um, I, I feel like I'm I'm on the right path. I'm I'm on a journey, and it's it's amazing. I I don't know how to explain it. 
That's thank all. you. Yes, thank you, honey. You don't have to explain. It's best felt than explained. Yeah. Yeah, what we are speaks louder than what we say. So where you're at shows, yes? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. You're free to enjoy it, honey. There's yeah. no requirement necessary to sort of attend to that feast. Yeah? Yeah. Don't believe your head who wants to give you crumbs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever size life wants to give you, eat it up, bro. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it's not about being deserving of it. You're being served with it. Yeah. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I mean, a lot of people work so hard to arrive somewhere when it's readily available now, they flip out <laughs> because they feel like it's a meritocracy. They've got to do something to earn it. I don't see it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. So if, if life is chilled out, far out, I'm, I'm chilled with it. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to do something, I do it reluctantly probably, but I do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy, honey. Enjoy. Yeah. There isn't a quota on peace. Yeah. You don't have, I can only enjoy it this much. No. Yeah. Yeah. It brings out the head. And then what's brought out in the head brings the step six and seven and has that power to reconfigure it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Six and seven is the greatest recycling. It's truly the greatest recycling in our program. When you recognize that which you're not, bring it to step six and seven and have that power reconfigure okay. it. So it becomes useful to others and yourself instead of being so fucking damning to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all energy that's configured in a certain language called self-centeredness. That energy can be reconfigured. It doesn't have to be captured by those words that yap all day. And it can enrich your day. It's like energy, like a like a uh, energy drink, but without the drink. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So what was that thing? Uh, In this case, remember with that lady, Nancy Reagan, say no to drugs? Yeah. Well, say yes to this. That's all. Yeah, yeah say big yes. yes. Say yes to peace. <laughs> 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 yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So nice to see, honey. I'm, I've, been, I've been watching you these months. So there you go. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Dana. Steve C's got his hand up, Paul. You ready for him? Steve C? Yeah, sure. Morning, Steve. Yeah. Hey. Morning, Steve. Um, uh, 
feeling overwhelmed with life and I can't seem to let go of being Steve. I uh, had total freak out last night about my health and being oh, powerless. Go help a Mary or an, and or a Joe. It'll be the best thing you can do for Steve is to help Mary or Joe. Yeah. I wouldn't so, even know where to find a Mary or Joe to help. Go to a meeting. Okay, I'll go to a meeting. Chairs you can put up. Yeah, you just have to distract the head. The head wants to have a Thanksgiving on your fucking uh, mental dinner table. Don't. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm having medical challenges, and it's like I panic and freeze, and I don't take care of myself. Well, that's why you'll probably be better at being of help to others, and that will be of help to you. Okay. Yeah. When Steve becomes the primary topic, it doesn't go well for Steve. It no kidding. So you want to distract Steve by doing something else or someone else. Yeah. You distract yeah. Steve enough so that Steve can get some deep breaths and get and, and be in a better condition to receive the, re, the, uh, the, uh, the coming of Steve again. <laughs> it's from an old vaudeville act, which is, Send Steve around the corner for half an hour. You just need to get it out of there. Yeah, that service is so profound because it works. Yeah. On the deepest level of obsession with self, if you take you, if you remove you as the object or the topic of the mental discussion, you're going to feel better. So you go out there and pick up some chairs, sit at a meeting, listen to everyone else that's talking instead of listening only to you that's talking in the head. And this will break the spell of it. Yeah. So if you're, if you're paralyzed, as you say, move and do something. Service is the key. When you find yourself in a seeming condition that you're describing, service is the best advice I find. Yeah. I saw it in my own life. In recovery, you, after six months, you could get into this thing called hospital and institutions. Yes. So you would join a group or one other person and you would hold a meeting at these different places like uh, rehabs or, or something. And you'd make a commitment just for once a month and you'd go there every month. You'd keep the commitment. And so let's say after 12 months, you've had 12 different nights that you were there. And those nights, those days were some of your worst days, let's say. I was completely waiting to hear if I had AIDS or I had no money or whatever, all this shit. And then you were just completely obsessed with self and you walked in there. And the most the obsession with self could withstand would be maybe 10 minutes. And then your feeling would shift. Yeah, because your attention was now on the other people in the room. Da, 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 da. And you walked out of there feeling a whole lot lighter than you did when you walked in there. Yes. And it never failed me. Never failed me. Over 12 years, I had different commitments. Bummo, never failed. And sometimes I was really exploring 
the upper echelons uh, of the ass of self, yeah? And it pulled me out, like a defined proctologist, just pulled me out, better than any therapy or talking about it or going over it, over it, ad nauseum, just getting out of it, yeah, through service. So, and especially if you've heard bad news about your physical health, the last thing you want to do is sit still and let that thing play God. Fuck. So, yeah, that's my suggestion. Okay. Seriously, I mean, there's well, a meeting. You know, well, I can I can call, I can call I can call people in program and offer to help. So. Yes, there's a meeting at twelve somewhere in San Diego. Definitely, there's yeah. going to be a noon. Go there, put the chairs out. Be of help. Put the chairs away. And you'll walk out and you'll fucking feel better about it. Good idea. Yes. You understand the problem resides in the head. And a lot of times we're trying to get relief from the head about talking about the head to another head. Yes. It doesn't go well. You need to walk your feet out and do something with seeming strangers. Yeah. You don't want to help someone you have a 20 year fucking history with. You don't want to help sort of some a stranger. And I'll tell you, it'll take the attention and interest away from you as an object and put it into the space. Yeah. And you'll feel better. Yeah. I mean, everyone in this room can verify service works. Yeah. So there you go. I don't think we could all verify talking it out works. Uh, going over it the 50th time works. <laughs> you know, going to eight different people until you hear what you wanted to hear from the beginning works. I don't think so. But getting off your ass and doing something outside seems to work. Yeah. Well, let it work. Okay. Yeah. All right, anyone else? We got uh Yeah, uh Nick Nick V and Papa Jim. Thank you, C. Hmm? Nick V and Morning, Papa guys. Nick V. <laughs> Nick V and Papa Jim. Sounds like a new it sounds like a band. <laughs> I think it is. Nick Nick <laughs> V Papa Jim. Yeah, I should change it from hold hands with us to <laughs> Just can you hear me, Paul? Yes. Yeah, awesome. I just want to, first of all, thank you, Paul. I've seen you about 10 years on uh, Davenport in Toronto. Uh, you were, and and I really appreciate you, man. I really appreciate what you had to say that evening. And, and I've uh, watched you quite a bit over the years. And I've been sober for quite some time now. And, you know, I don't, I don't think of drinking at all. I, I just, it's not, it's not a, for me, it's not an issue anymore. It's, you know, um, but, you know, like the previous guy that you were just talking to, I, I have pain issues. I suffer from, I have back pain and I've got a lower um, fusion in my back and, and the nerves are going again and it's difficult sometimes. And I, and I find I like to sleep. <laughs> Sleeping's good. Cause I don't yeah. feel pain when I'm sleeping. Right. And I get, I understand. I don't even know if I have a question here because of what you just said, 
about service because that's probably the answer for me just to get up and force myself to get up and do more of that I, I do service I have I have sponsees and I get together every week with them and and um, I have a sponsor and I talk to him on a regular basis but it's different because of Tom talking about pain and I'm talking about chronic pain and dealing with that chronic pain and not trying to get into uh, a depression um, you know, I, I know, yep. you know, I, I, I'm at a place where I, in life that I don't know how to explain it because of meditation and, and the way I, I enjoy, I, I know how to bring joy to my mind immediately. And I have five different scenarios that I have in my mind, uh, uh of joy and and that's where i go if i'm feeling depressed but i'm still finding that and i'm waiting for uh to see the surgeon and i'm you know doing all the things that i need to do in order to help myself but i still find that uh sometimes i can sleep too much and and um yeah i don't even really even know like i said if i have a question i just that balance right i keep saying to my son you know, it's it's about balance. And he says, no, there's no such thing as balance. Everything's already balanced. And I just want to hit him. <laughs> when he says that. <laughs> it's so funny because he's, it's true. And I understand what he's saying. And it is true what yeah. he's saying. And um, but I still I get stuck with the balance of of being um, a part of society and getting up and going to the grocery store and buying groceries and, and going and meeting my sponsees and, and being a part of life and sleeping <laughs> and being yeah. in bed and resting. So sometimes I struggle with that even today. And, and uh, like I said, I don't know if there's really a question in there. I just, I also, I, I, I did kind of have a question and then you mentioned service and I think maybe that might be my answer, but uh Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. And again, uh, because pain and chronic pain are subjective experiences, yes? You can't do it justice only by the memory you have of pain. So I can't meet you where you are because the chronic problems I have aren't that loud. They don't bark that much as of now. So I'm grateful for that. So I don't know what it would be like really to have that volume up, but uh, in a sense, it doesn't matter. It matters what it's like for you. And you seem to know what you need to do and just ask for the grace to do it, you know? Yeah ask for that power to do it. So sometimes the willingness isn't compelling that first step. You can ask for that power to compel that first step and then you'll get into the momentum. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I had a famous story with uh, one at one time, my sponsor was a man named Cy P very cool guy up in San Francisco, AA. Uh, and Cy P was in his garage and his garage combusted. There was like so much gas vapor in it. It just blew up and he got, 
ended up with 70 degree burns all over his body, third degree burns all over his body. And he was in San Francisco general, really in a huge amount of pain and obviously feeling sorry for himself, which is to be expected. And a nurse came in and asked if he would talk to somebody that she thought may be an alcoholic. And he felt the reaction from his head was, what an imposition. Don't, doesn't she understand I'm in so much fucking pain? Yeah. And finally, the principle of recovery overrode that. And he said, yes, bring it, let the guy come in. He spent about four hours talking to that guy. When the guy left, he felt that he, he sensed that he hadn't thought about the pain for those four yeah. hours. No, I hear you. He called the nurse and he said, get every fucking alcoholic you can find (laughs) and bring them into this room. You know, line them up because he found what worked. So uh, I feel service has the ability where that ability may not be found in many other ways. I believe service can take, it may not take the pain away, but it will take the the chronic lingering of the attention away. Yeah. It'll yeah. send the attention to do something else and you'll have some relief from the pain. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm sure you found ways for, to, to allow that to happen. And to me, when chronic pain is imbalancing things, uh, you may not be able to take the pain away, but the interest and attention can be attracted elsewhere. Yeah. 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 And I find one of the strongest ways to do that is service, you know, is to break the, the spell because it's sort of like something, you know, like uh, you just keep going back to something. So the pain becomes something the attention keeps going back to. Yeah. Yeah back to and you've got to break it by doing something different yeah yeah yeah. and so that the attention comes out of that and goes somewhere else and then you get uh you get enough relief that you can you know bear it for the next day so to speak yes yeah right yeah 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 very cool thank uh, you man yeah i've had it in the earlier on because i got ran over by a car twice in the same night and it left me pretty much disabled and very damaged for a long time and so i've gone through a lot of this uh before it thank god it's not like that now but i had been in there where uh and back then there wasn't that there wasn't youtube or fucking iphones there was no, I didn't even have a TV in the room. It was just basically you're awake and you were fucked. You know, it was very, it was very, could be very disheartening. And uh, it broke my, my spirit many, many times, but the spirit yeah. never broken, but it broke my spirit many times. So I have a lot of feeling and empathy around it, but I do know What's adding on to the dilemma is the attention and interest being constantly going back to that pain. Yeah. You got to send you got to send it around the corner for a while. Yeah. 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 So, and you know, 
in a weird way, we're always put to use. It may not seem like uh, what we wanted or expected, but. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because like purpose is definitely something that I, my, my ego goes back to, you know, like, and, and that self-loathing or that self, uh, that self-talk goes back to, you know, what, what, what are you doing? You know, how are you being of, you know, what kind of father am I today? You know, and my kids are worried about me and I'll, I'll have that kind of talk go on. And yes. it's like, oh, what are you, where are you going now? Like, why are you, you know, stop, <laughs> like go for a walk, yeah. man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes. Well, that thing is, I would bring it to six and seven because yeah. it's definitely something that's talking to you about you but it ain't you so yeah. i would bring it to six and seven and in these moments a lot of times the head reveals itself it's it does and it's nice mm. to have in a weird way uh the pain brings it out and when you can see it and bring it to six and seven there's a transformation of that energy into something more workable yeah so six and seven to me is the most active steps when you've been sober a while because cool. what gets revealed mostly to us is what we're not and we yeah, yeah. offer that to the higher power to do what it wants with it yeah yeah, yeah. so six and seven awesome i'm a big advocate of that yeah all right Excellent. thanks i'm happy to meet you and uh yeah I'm likewise waiting. I'm waiting for your next album to come out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my son, actually. It was him and uh, Stephen are in that. Yeah. That's very cool. Thanks, man. All right. Nice to see you guys. Yes. And yeah, likewise. I hope. Yeah, it'll be nice. Join the community. It's good here. Thanks. Where Nick. are you located? Where are you from, Nick? Yeah. yeah, Scarborough, Toronto. Oh, in Toronto. All right. Yeah, yeah I know Toronto well. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks man. Tom. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, Kurt had his hand up a while back. Kurt, you still want to come in or? Yeah, come thanks. on in. Thanks, John. Well, we're we're at the end of it. You know, maybe we could do it next week. But what I wanted to do was, oh, I wanted to hear. I want to hear your perspective on spiritual bypass in in relationship to our message here. So maybe we could do it, you know. Are you, you know? I love spiritual bypass. Yeah. So you know, maybe we could. How do else it. are you going to bypass anything but through spirit? So that's what I want. I wanted to hear your talk on, you know, a little bit. I know of what you're talking about because there's uh people believe. The easier, softer way is 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 uh, not correct. Usually, because they're invested in the harder, longer way. But uh, <laughs> so they have a lot of opinions about the easier, softer way. <laughs> but uh, I love the term bypass because isn't that a beautiful ability to bypass a lot of shit? Yeah, but I know what they're saying. Uh, the head makes whatever it is to be what it is. So you cannot do something and it would be called spiritual bypass 
in a, in a negative manner and you cannot do something and it could be called spiritual bypass in the positive nature. Yeah, manner. It matters where the head is and who's there to know that other than you sooner or later. Yeah. So you feel like I should do this and then I ask for the grace to do it. But if I don't feel I need to do shit, I don't do it. Yeah. And I don't need to, I don't, I do not feel the need to uh, improve my conscious contact. I believe being conscious is the, is the natural way of improving your conscious contact. And I'm awake today, <laughs> as we all are, and I'm awake to being awake today, as some of us are, yeah? But uh, so, yeah, I don't feel a... And I see what happens in spirituality, how the self can commandeer it, and build another beast called a spiritual beast. And uh, I'm not interested in any of that. So bypass away, yeah. Yeah, in, in that context, because you talk about that a lot, you know, it's like, and that's really what I meant by, you know. Um, yes. You know, uh, you know, we're trying to escape from an imaginary place, but we don't know it, you know. The thing is, uh, it doesn't matter because people who are worried about spiritual bypass are trying to go somewhere. I'm not trying to go anywhere. Tell you the truth. I'm not, I'm not in a spiritual race. I don't care. I don't. The, the relief I've have is I'm be, I've been relieved from the need to be liberated. I'm relieved of that which needs to be liberated. I'm not that, yeah? I have no interest in building up my uh, spiritual resume. I just don't, I don't care, yeah? I'm feeling incessantly on like I feel everything else is incessantly on. I don't see why I wanted to become moron mm -hmm. as a moron. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, I just don't, uh, but any, you know, every way anyone goes is fine with me. I don't care, but uh, that's the beauty of it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't like it. I just don't care. Yeah. So I'm out of the business of getting better. I'm into the business of being better. Yes. That's cool. I enjoy that, but getting better. I've, um, uh, I'm out of that. Yeah. Because that just goes on and on and on. And who tells you how great you are? <laughs> that which is playing God. I could care less. Yeah. So this is what happens when I go to a spiritual group. They think we're trying to have a subtle spiritual move. I'm not interested in it. I don't have any interest in transcending. I don't think I, as a body, are going to go to heaven and play an 18-hole golf course. I just don't. I don't see it that way. I don't. So I've lost all interest in trying to get out of what I'm not in. I just am not into it. You want to call that spiritual bypassing? I think that's great. What would happen if you're in a highway and everything is going super slow? You'd like to bypass that, right? Yeah. I think trying to arrive at where you already are is going super slow. <laughs> 
yeah, I'd much rather just bypass it. Well, you know, so in I, the context, of, and we've talked about this before, it's like, you know, the book says you have a spiritual malady, you know, and you come to, or I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't to, believe that. No. Yeah, I don't either. I, you know, but, but what's funny is, is when you have a spiritual malady, well, then you got to overcome this spiritual malady. You know, it's like that, yeah. you're, you know, you're, it's just the chasing of the tail, you know, and. How are you going to do that? You're going to give it chicken soup? <laughs> That's the deal. You're going you're gonna to wake the bed of other spirits in bed today. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Talking about bodies. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the beauty of realizing we have a mental condition that tells us we're spiritually sick. Oh, for sure. It's a mental malady. And what it is, is it has way too much interest in it. <laughs> and it's presented a story of us and that us is it. And so when we try to get out of it as it, there's more it. That's the dilemma. Self can't get out of self. What's one to do? Maybe yeah. realize you're not self? Probably. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. that was Jono's story. Remember Jono's story back in the day? About, yeah. Yeah, that was great. All that. So, uh, you know, if I was feeling uncomfortable chronically and discontent, I'd be trying everything, every new fucking thing. I would tr try the Course of Miracles and then the second hidden uh edition of the course of miracles i'd be going to fucking <laughs> fucking uh peru and having ceremonies and then hoping the police when they pulled me over i could get get out of it by saying i'm on a ceremony yeah. <laughs> i would be probably doing a lot of shit like i was doing before yeah now i'm not moved to do anything because i'm content and satisfied that's my basis yeah. And the basis dictates the shit that happens. Yeah. If you're in at rest, you're going to appear restful. If you're agitated, you're going to appear agitated. Yeah. The basis is the overriding influence of your fucking day. We're on a new basis of trusting the infinite rather than finite self. For some of us, that's established. It's not, we're not going in and out of that. We're established there. Yeah. And I feel like then you lose interest uh, in looking for what you already are. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, somebody, somebody said that. The other, they said, well, you can't live there. I said, well, that's your head telling you that. Of course. You can't live there. It's not a there to live there. You live from. You don't live there. It's not like an address on spiritual lane <laughs> you're, because you'll be renting and do you fucking that which is playing God to kick you out at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear you've you. rented, you've, you've paid for or rented your condition from that, which is playing God. It can tell you, you have another condition at the drop of a fucking hat and you'll believe it. I'm disconnected. I'm connected. I feel good. I feel bad. You have no, you're coming and going all day. Yeah. Yes. Spiritual bypass away, man. I love it. Go pass everything. Yeah. Please. Please. 
Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Remember, nothing has a meaning other than what gives it the meaning, which is mind, big mind, dreaming. Yeah. How can this be dreaming? If something was real, it would impose its reality on you. It's not real. You're giving it all the meaning it has. That means this is the act of dreaming. Yeah. So that which is called one thing can be seen as the other thing, just as easy. So one man's problem is another man's cure. So what is it? Is it a problem or a cure? It's up to what's before it, really. Yeah. So one person some not doing certain acts would be called spiritual bypassing in a negative way. To another person, it's the appropriate expression of where they are. There's no more need to bypass, no, no, no need to go faster. There's no need to go higher. Yes? Yeah. It's all based on what's before. Yeah? So when someone says, is this bad to do? It's based on you, really. Who knows? Yeah? Yeah, like the other day, we were at the airport in Switzerland getting screwed over and lied to. So I started to advocate. So I got angry. Yeah? And then after everything happened, the person, the stewardess came up to me and said something to me. And I want to ask you, uh, why did you respond to me? Because you were complaining. I said, there you go. That's why complaining worked. If I didn't say a fucking thing, I'd still be there in Zurich. Yeah. But because we made up some noise, they had to do what they were supposed to do to begin with. Yeah? If I would have just sat there passively and peacefully, I'd still be in Zurich at the Hyatt, you know, fucking wherever they were putting us in with $20 voucher. <laughs> yeah? Oh, that wasn't spiritual. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you really think long hair and a loving gaze is, is, is the demonstration of spirituality? <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't know, bro. Yeah. This is what happens because people think because we share this stuff, we're in another, we're at a drive and a momentum to go somewhere. This, this is not driven by that, yeah? I just want to look at and see where we are now. And then from there, see where you're taken, yeah? But let's just check out what's actually happening. Yeah? Yeah. Is there something talking to you as you about you? <laughs> and you, can you honestly say, it's proven to have your best interest at heart. It's proven. Not that it says, but it's proven to have your best interest at heart. You'd have to say no. It has it's proven the opposite. It yeah, okay. Then why are we listening to it? Well, it's about me. Yeah. Well, maybe if it's not about you, you won't you won't be listening to it as much. That's what I discovered. Yeah. And when you don't listen to it, you're listening to something else, yes? Yeah. And you have enough evidence to see what's what. 
And any life run on self-will is not going to be successful. Anyone, any life run on, let's say this higher powers will, seems to work out pretty fucking good. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. Can you imagine something that would get you in jail every week? You know, maybe every other week an overdose, hospital visits, fucking sleeping in people's garages without them knowing it, fucking tons of this shit to have that end and not start for 35 years is glorious in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yet all the other benefits that have come along, you wouldn't have, the list would be infinite to try to write it out. Yeah. We're past the point of perhaps, we know there's a better way. Trusting the infinite rather than finite self. That is a clear, clear understanding. Yeah. And how does that get fortified? Realizing what you can't trust. <laughs> yeah, literally. So you won't surprise when it fails you anymore. You won't be surprised. <laughs> wow. I, I really thought that was going to work out. No, you didn't. You knew better. You knew it was going to hit the fan, the shit. It always does. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, bro. I think we'll end then. I'm going to bypass the rest of this meeting. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I'm going to go right to spiritually. Lunch. Yeah. Spiritually, I'm going to go right to the digestive tract and eat some food. All right. So let me say hello to Esther. Oh, Esther, you have your hand out. Maybe you can hold on till uh, next week. <laughs> Make I just wanted to know how, how do you know that you're listening to finite self or, or listening to the spirit? That's the um thing that I'm having. You'll get a feeling about it, honey. You'll get a feeling. After a while, you'll recognize the frequencies are different. Seriously. It's always a message comes through an energetic thing. After a while, you'll feel the energetic thing. If it causes your breath to get shorter and anxiety to arise, it's probably not a good orderly direction. Yes. And especially that maybe I shouldn't share this anyone until after I do it. That's probably not good orderly direction. Yeah. And then you learn by the fruit what the tree is. So eat the fucking fruit and you'll know you've eat, you've eaten the forbidden fruit enough. You know that. Now eat the fucking shit that works. Yeah, you'll be able to dis discriminate, honey, and discern. You will. It feels different when it comes in. Okay. Right now, if you're doubtful, just live the basic principles of a way of life. If you're in recovery, take those principles. They'll see you. They'll they'll support you very, very well until there's more discrimination on your part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that all right, Esther? Yeah. Hmm? Yes. I've been, I've been struggling again. It's okay, honey. 
the struggles are going to get less, I hope, and not as frequent. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. A new basis. And the old basis keeps calling you back. But the new basis, the gravitational field is going to switch. You're going to be drawn into the new basis instead of having the break out of the being the drawn into the old basis. Yeah. Recovery progresses, just like they say the disease does. Recovery progresses, yeah? You get stronger in the tug of war. Yes. So just be grateful that it's lighter than it was before. Yeah? Seriously. Instead of saying, oh, it's not as light as I want it, just be grateful for the lightness it is. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Start there. I would say, yeah, yeah. Keep coming back, honey. We're, you're in good hands around here. Yeah, and you can make your mistakes and they're not gonna be fatal. Yeah, if you're a Course of Miracles follower, everything here is a mistake that can be corrected. It's not a sin that can't be forgiven. It's a mistake, yes? So let's all carry on. Anyone else? I got to go soon. Yeah. It looks like it, Paul. I mean, literally, call it the bathroom. I've got to go soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say goodbye. So, Wind it up, buddy. He and his son, Jim, very nice to see you there. And I hope to meet, see you guys again. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Stacy, as always, nice to see you. Uh, we got. I thought John did a great job in Florida. Fantastic, John. Yeah. Uh, who is this? This is Axel H. Andrew, nice to see you, bro. Day at a time, man. <laughs> Mia, dancing around Greece. Yeah. Rob in Kentucky, seems subdued. That's good. John S., Florida, Kurt Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Let's join hands and bypass together, all of us. Every old idea and concept, let's bypass them. Yes. All right, Joseph C., always a pleasure, my friend. Jess, Ireland, thank you so much for that shirt, Jess, and the lovely note. Appreciate it. Very beautiful shirt. I'm I'm gonna have to uh have to maybe have to roll up the sleeves. It's maybe a little short. Yeah. Too small, yeah. I figured, but uh they didn't have a bigger size, but I like give the it fabric. to someone. Yeah, I'm gonna give yeah. it to someone who uh Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Whatever. But thank you. It was a lovely gift. Nina, mm -hmm. as always, nice to see you, honey. Roman, always a pleasure, my friend. Chris B. As always, uh, Chris B., you're going to get another chance to come to Dover, New Jersey. We'll okay. We're going to be there, uh, I think, November 15th to the 20th. We'll, right. I'm going to post the information up when it comes to me. I'm waiting on that. But we're going to do a lot of public talks, uh, one private talk for the program, the rehab. And, uh, yeah. 
Cool. Thanks. Yeah, we may have a, a we may have a non-duality meeting on Sunday in the afternoon. We'll see. All right. Thanks. Uh, we got Jacob. Yep. I'm going to see Jacob. Yes. Yes. That's going to be good. Uh, we've got Dana. Always thanks for sharing, Dana. I'm happy uh, you finally found the relief you were looking for. Fantastic. Keith, always a pleasure to see you. Uh, we got Rob, my friend. I'll call you, Rob, right after now, after this. Let me eat something. I'll give you a call if you're there. Oliver, Berlin. We got uh, Mika from Finland. Nina from L.A. Sometimes it seems like Finland. I don't know. Uh, Andrew, Chris, uh, Cassandra. It's a pleasure. Cassandra, I, find, I just realized you gave me a donation of $100 in that card. I'm going to finally use it after a few I months. So. You can buy a lot of coffee with <laughs> that, Paul. <laughs> it came back in my head, and it's still there. So I'm going to break out and get something today. Yes. Good, great. Yeah. Chris Blake. I like that. Foot of, uh, foot of stones. I like that. Yeah. Uh, we got Joseph, Jacob, me, uh, Chris. I think I've got everyone. No, I've got another Andrew. Uh, if I missed you, uh, just I apologize. Nice to see everybody. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Paul. Uh, it will be here Saturday live and Zoom, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. See everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, yeah. man. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thanks, all.